What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into episode 108 of The Scope, your source, maybe, uh, for FPS news and uh, just general talk and discussion, just just bros being dudes, uh, talking about FPS games, news, reacting, everything that's going on. And uh, yeah, I'm one of your co-hosts, Crash. I uh, play video games sometimes, talk about them, and I'm joined by my two other co-hosts, Buff and Blue. What's up, men? Howdy. What How's is going? up? Um, it's the best part of Monday. Let's just say that <laughs> this is the best part of a Monday for, for me, at least like you guys might hate it, but it's fine. I love Nothing. it. I love it. We got a, got a juicy episode today too. Man, guys, Redbeard, shout out for the 10 month membership. Thanks, homie. Dude, we have a lot of news to talk about. Last week, we were kind of not going to lie to you. If you listened to the episode, shout out, appreciate you. Uh, we were talking out of our ass a little bit, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, uh, it's a trade secret. Trade secret. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's one of our gifts. It's a gift, really. Uh, but this week, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot of stuff about what's on X. There's quite a bit of stuff in the quick shots. Uh, Tarkov's doing stuff. Hell Divers dropped. It's doing really well, from what I can understand. And uh, man, there's a lot to go over. A lot to go over. Um, but first. How was your guys' weekend? What are you playing? Buff, you good? You all right? What's going on? Uh, what was I playing? Uh, nothing. I didn't play anything. <laughs> Whoa. So, uh, yeah, yeah. No Pretty games? Good. Did you do no. real-life stuff? I did real-life stuff, yeah. A lot of right. working out. Stuff like okay? outdoor activities. Nice. Like that. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, hitting the gym, working on working on the guns, things like that. Nice. Drinking my my jug of urine here. You know, oh, like nice. I got so. one of those, but it's different. I use it for trucking. When I'm trucking, <laughs> yeah, trucking, that makes trucking sense. and gaming. That may, uh, see, I just fill this up during the day when I work, and then you know, fluids it's out. A, it's a cycle. Fluids it's in. a cycle. Yeah. yeah Man, exactly. I wonder. I wonder if I could <laughs> yeah. sell my. I wonder if I could sell my trucking piss jugs. There you I, go. Yeah, people. You could, people if people can sell bath water, it. you could sell that. Yeah, I think people Sweet. want to drink it. I did. I Crashes did tell people. Everybody wants me to uh, <laughs> to stream my truck simulator, um, with a with bare feet and a foot cam. <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> so <laughs> I know. That's why I'm talking about it because it's hilarious. So I said we get to we get to 500 subs on Twitch. I'll I'll do barefoot truck stream and I'll wear toe rings. I added the toe rings part. Uh, I thought that would be uh, pretty good. Toe rings. I'm kidding. <laughs> first off, shave. First off, that's unobtainable. <laughs> Second off, I'm lying. I would not do that. And that's if, terrible. And if we tip during the said stream, will you like just spray oil on your feet by chance? Or I mean, whatever. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting 500 paid subs on Twitch, so I don't have to worry about it. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Someone's gonna, gonna one day, gonna years back, be like, yeah, just, yeah, all of a sudden, ah, 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 you said it, you said it. No, no, this, no. Uh, uh, verbal contracts here from now this on, clip, boys. This clip's about to just get like shared out to a foot fetish community, like a Reddit sub, and you're just gonna blow up overnight. On Everyone, Reddit. clip that right now and share it, so it's we not can like get that. a foot stream. It's not like that. <laughs> <sighs> you guys are awful. Blue, what, what have you been up to, man? Actually, I started that whole terrible discussion. That's on me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame us. Uh, I've been doing some just real-life stuff as well, too. Hanging out with family. 
uh i guess i can, I can mention it because everything's all set in stone now uh last week guys and i was gonna put it in the video as well too got a two-car accident all right everyone's good everyone's fine but i lost my brand new toyota 4runner so that was literally like two days off the lot lost that but insurance covered it so we're good i'm getting a new one and it's a gray Toyota 4Runner. It's it's the XP Predator model, all kinds of cool stuff on it, uh, TRD and stuff like that. So that's good. I've been doing that, but I've been just dealing with insurance for like a week and a half because weekends and then holidays. So I've been doing cool. the, all of that. But uh, other than that, and then another game came out called Hell Divers Two, and I've been hooked on that pretty much. So I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, I haven't really done anything on, on the YouTube side, but you know what? I, I still I still do the soccer streams, so. Uh, I tuned in. So, yeah, no, I, I, in. I was I was shadow stock watching you earlier while I was working. <laughs> I just like throw it up while I work. I'm just like, yeah, you use those guns. But uh, yeah, no. Other than that, and then we uh, I went to the range as well too. Saw some saw some pew pews and firearms, and then I went to some firearms and then uh, I oh i even went to uh, uh a ribbon cutting ceremony for that oh yeah. um so i mentioned it before it was yeah. for decision tactical in sanford florida and it's like again it's um think of like top golf you know like you go there and it's like they got the food the drinks the bar but with a tactical training environment with like laser airsoft guns training rooms a full street that looks like inside it's it took like an old movie theater and like converted like rooms in there and then the front lobby is like the restaurant and the bar and it was really cool so i saw the ribbon cutting ceremony went there and checked that out and it was really cool that's awesome man that's sweet i wish there was a place like that close by i'm just gonna have to make my own in the pasture my own little training sim i'll be out there larping all by myself you guys are just I'll, see me I'll, running around I'll join you uh, <laughs> it's uh it's wild out there um for me this weekend yeah i kind of hung out around the house i dude i did i did a decent amount of american truck simulator um i saw that you i were did always like, on twitch dude i did there. like <laughs> i did like four ats streams this weekend dude i got a new steering Jeez. wheel that i should oh, wow. not yeah, have purchased i should not have done in. it um <laughs> so so we got we got some of the tax return back and I might have just just scalped a little bit off the top of that and got me a new wheel. Um nice. I got the uh the Logitech G920 and it has the force feedback. So like you can Ooh. feel like when you're idling you, the in, like you can feel the engine in the steering wheel. It actually rumbles when and you stuff like hit a curve or railroad nice. tracks or something or the, even the rumble wow. strips. Like you can feel the rumble strips on the highway and like it's even <laughs> like so dialed in that like if the truck is off and like you try to turn the wheel it's really hard but then you turn the truck on and in just a second like the power steering pump kicks in and then it gets easier to turn like when the truck turns on yeah it's crazy so cool. all that from awesome. a wheel so like, like, i wonder what that feels like for like racing games i bet it's i bet it's really cool so that's happening the g920 yeah g920 i'll look into that uh it's really cool it's really expensive, but it's kind of a, it shouldn't be as much as it is. It's not that much better than the cheaper one I had, but like, it's definitely that force better. feedback. It's definitely better. Yeah. And it's a lot smoother on curves and stuff like that. So I was just, 
I was having a ton of fun with that. The streams were fun. I wonder what what's how's the latency? Is it just like near perfect? There, yeah, pretty I can't much no. Yeah. 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 The nice. if you uh if you watch if you watch um the stream, you can see it like it's exactly with the wheel. Like I have my wheel cam and like the wheel is like matched up like perfect, right. dude. So That's good, man. Super so much fun it's so silly that i enjoy it but i do um <laughs> there's no cheaters it's i don't know it's the best game to stream dude you just talk to chat have drinks the conversations go crazy places and uh it, i don't know it's just good stuff it's very you interactive gotta worry about the cheaters no cheaters you gotta worry about blackout running people off the road into you though we did a convoy <laughs> with uh blackout and redbeard and uh there was some there were some uh, shenanigans on the highway. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh <was> lord. <laughs> there were some shenanigans, man. But no, nah, it was a ton of fun. Jeez. Oh, um I guess we better get into what we got today because uh there's quite a bit of FPS yeah, news lot. over the week. Um before deuce, we get deuce, deuce. I'll, I'll do like a tiny bit of housekeeping real quick. First off, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for chatting. Chat is on the screen so you guys can be part of the show. So as you're talking on YouTube, people go watch us back. They see what you guys are saying. We really appreciate it and keep a keep a close eye on chat. So thank you for that. Um, also, podcast listeners, there's more and more of you every week. And for that, we are incredibly appreciative. If you guys want to help us out, uh, take a quick second and uh, leave us a review, preferably a nice one um, on uh, Spotify or Apple iTunes. Allegedly, um, that helps the reach on on those platforms as well. So if you if you feel like helping us out, be a friend, tell a friend, drop a like, um, drop a comment. And drop a review on the the audio version, and we are forever grateful for that. So thank you guys so much. And the first topic of the day, this one could get divisive, a little bit of speculation out there, but apparently Tarkov is starting microtransactions. Um, and it's kind of framed like that. I want to get your guys' opinion on it if if you think it's true microtransactions. So let's just get it right out of the way. What they're doing is they are actually selling stash slots so kind of in a nutshell what happened if you bought the different editions the higher editions of tarkov you get a little bit more starting loot you also get a bigger stash then they took away the eod edition when arena dropped now they're kind of adding that back in they're adding in the ability to buy stash they're also adding the ability to buy the offline co-op mode so you could do that. Basically, what was in the EOD is now pur purchasable a la carte. So it's it's kind of weird. What what mm. what do you guys think? Uh, for, I mean, go you go uh, first, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> oh my god, oh Jesus! Okay, go, go. Right, go. I'm taking the wheel. Um, so from yeah, it's like it depends on how they use it. You know, are they going to? Is it going? Is this? Is this money going to be help them develop the game faster? Like, is that money going towards further development? Kind of like we would see, you know, we talked about here on the channel a lot, like DLC, you know, the DLCs, the premium versions of games. Things like that. That's kind of what they had going with the EOD, but maybe EOD sales weren't what they thought. Maybe that, you know, we don't know the, know the numbers behind all that. So maybe that's not, maybe it was just a hardcore, hardcore fan base for doing that. Now, maybe giving the standard uh purchasers who guys who purchased the standard version of the game giving them the option to do this as as uh like you said just purchase outright these stash slots and things like that maybe that's uh more intriguing to the average player potentially but also you know i don't i don't know the price points and again is it going to be used to you know 
put put that back into the game. They're making more money, you know, more depth, power, uh, faster turnaround time with development deliveries, things like that. So I have to wait and see. I think we're not going to see it go in a crazy direction like Call of Duty. Obviously, I think microtransactions are definitely beneficial to games. It just depends on uh, you know, there's money to be made, so it depends on how they use it. I think we need to kind of stand by and watch and see how they do. Yeah. What What do you think, Blue? Yeah, I think it's also maybe just a little bit too early to, to really tell where this is going to go in the future. I mean, I do feel for the Edge of Darkness purchasers, that was kind of the main reason why you bought it was for a bigger stash. Sorry about that buff. <laughs> uh, uh, you too, Crash? Oh, rip. Got me. Man, I'm, glad I got the, I'm glad I got the early, the, the only version. So, I bet the price works out about the same, starter though. one. I would. That's what I'm wondering, too. And then also, does it... The stash uh, purchases, does it just only go up to EOD size? Uh, yo, good question. You know, or so, can you go more? Um, you know? in, in one page tweet, he said, apparently the stash size increase is a, is up to 28 additional rows. That's an entire normal account. So 280 slots. Uh, Tarkov, and then he goes on to add his two cents worth. He says Tarkov is always was always going to have long-term monetization issues. We knew that, but... Uh, the thought was that they'd gain money through expansions, not through microtransactions. So um, saying that it's kind of wild, but the, they tweeted um, in the patch notes for the patch 14.1 um, that the in-game stash expansion would access and access to the practice co-op mode would become available for purchase in the profile page. Um, purchase of additional stash lines will be available regardless of game edition. Uh, purchasing access to the practice co-op modes will be available for all editions. For Edge of Darkness owners, the ability to play in practice co-op mode is available by default. So if you have EOD, uh, you can already do the practice co-op mode. Uh, also, it sounds like you can even add 280 slots to your already larger EOD stash. So it's like, AOD, that it kind of feels like EOD insane. still has the edge um, yeah, with that, but it's crazy. like, how big of an edge is that? Do you consider this pay to win? Like, um, there's a lot to it. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's pay to win. I think it's almost pay for convenience. Yeah, um, that's really what it I is. I will say there is a huge difference from, again, the, cause I have this, you know, the uh, starter edition pretty much. So seeing how much room, you know, I have to work with and I'm usually out there buying, you know, scav boxes and giant, duffel bags and stuff like that just to give myself extra space where you know edge of darkness always had that extra space but now i have the opportunity to if i wanted to right. if i still really did play tarkov to get more stash space so um again it's not for me it's it's not super upsetting i feel like again but this is i'm not i didn't spend the edge of darkness money but I am I'm still very curious how far does this go? Because again, that is gonna be an issue with the longevity of this game is the financial yeah. uh backing of this. It, they're no longer, you know, doing pre-orders for the Edge of Darkness anymore. So where where's the money gonna come from? Um, does it need to come into expansions as well, too? I don't know. Um uh, it's it's tough with games nowadays that have and again it's because this game has been in development for such a long time like i i don't see you they're, they're acting like they're still in early access when in reality they're this, this isn't really an early access game i feel like anymore it doesn't feel like it when you play it yeah <laughs> everybody yeah. knows what's up um <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I think I think all that is is, is spot on because we and don't know where this too. is going to Yeah, we don't know where this is going to end up and then like you said to frame their potential monetization issues so far there's been no cosmetics, there's been nothing really purchasable once you have the game. You could upgrade your edition uh historically which you can't really do now to EOD. Um but they're adding this in. It's kind of taking it's kind of just it feels similar. It feels the same but different. Um, it feels like kind of the same stuff, but in a different way to purchase it. Um, I think what a lot of people, from what I've seen, the detractors of this uh, over on Twitter are worried about is the precedent that it sets, right? Like how they're probably going to start to set up a store on the profile and then to see uh, what BSG does with this. What are they going to do with the money? Uh, is it going to go to anti-cheat and optimization for maps? Uh, like exactly. Old Mission, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. like Streets and Lighthouse, the, the traditionally poor running maps. Or is it just, you know, going into the devs and the and Battlestate Games' pocket? So we don't know. And, and you know, they had to do something because they have to keep the game running, keep servers running. The player base is going to be finite. Eventually, everybody that wants to play the game would have the game kind of, um, more or less. And uh-huh. they got to make money somehow. A lot of people thought it would be Matt's, Maps. Maps? What the hell? Maps. <laughs> um, expanding uh, and, 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 and paying for those. But... It appears they're uh, dabbled in microtransactions I mean, in a roundabout way. What would you say if they started bringing in, like, because you can eventually you know, level up and earn different cosmetics for your operator? Like, I wonder right. what people would say, because that could be a thing that they bring in is bringing in different cosmetics. I'm thinking something that doesn't affect the balance, unless, again, they <laughs> you, they put in a ghillie suit and then all of a sudden it becomes pay to win. But, um, yeah, I think like the jeans and the flannels, yeah. things like that. Jeans, flannels, no. like maybe maybe some different guns the here and there. Sunglasses or something like that. Yeah, but stuff I like just, that would I be just, good. again, I feel like it's tone deaf because they have so many other issues to worry about that people might think that they just are out there for the money, but then Crash brought up a good point to where they still need to support the servers. Mm-hmm. It, where is the money going to go afterwards? I really does hope it goes somewhere towards some anti-cheat because hackers and cheaters are still some of the biggest... This is the biggest issue I've seen in any other game of this caliber. Yeah, because it has to do with the loot. So, in my opinion, if you're like Crash, like where would this? Because right now, I feel like I, I guess I'm 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 somewhat disagreeing with Chat. I kind of feel like this really isn't a big paradigm shift for BSG. I think they're just kind of repackaging the content differently. Instead of buying it all together in addition, you can buy it all a cart. Yeah, but I do understand the precedent that it sets and i feel like a next step you guys can you guys can clip this and hold the receipts i worry that the next step would be something like unlocking traders like some of that progression like so like battlefield used to have the unlock kits right and like usually like the year two edition of the game where you could fast track like leveling up the sniper class or the the recon class or medic or whatever yeah used to have those i wonder if there's going to be a way to pay to, to level up traders and get access to guns and stuff quicker without having to play, because I mean, me already right now, I'm like level 12 or something. I've just been doing like a raid or two a week. So it would, if I didn't know any better or think about it, if, if I didn't stay plugged in and kind of realize how, how destructive microtransactions could be. And I was just in my Tarkov headspace and that's all I cared about. I would, I could think about like, man, I'm tired. I can't keep up with these guys. If I could just level up this trader and this trader, I could buy the gun that I want to and just run that. 
It would and be it'll so be like nice. a small amount, so it'd be like, oh, it's not that much. Twenty bucks here, then fifty 20 bucks there, you know. And that could get okay, cool. And that could get up, yeah. that could get really lucrative for them because of every wipe, right? You wipe your progression, yep. so you would there'd be yeah. there could be people paying ten, twenty, fifty bucks every wipe to to pop the traders up to where they wanted them to. Or get this is early be a access test to, to see how many people market. get the, the stash too. Yeah, it's going to be a test to see who who's interested in actually spending even more money. So that's what you got to watch out for. This in and of itself doesn't scare me. It's what the future could bring. And it's not that many steps to get to like pay to win and, and really frustrate. Dude, we, we said, we used yeah. to say the same thing when they first started bringing the microtransactions to games in general. You know, it wasn't such a big deal back then. But now look at how much of an issue it is for certain games and how now games have just focused mainly on microtransactions instead of the actual content of the game. Now, I'm not saying. PSG will end up being like this, but I wouldn't pass it by them that PSG will be BSG could eventually start seeing dollar signs in their eyes and be like, wait a minute, we can do a lot more with this and earn a lot more money because our paychecks look a lot better now. Yep. And like old sports says, buy Kappa, buy like the bigger containers because they're already letting you buy a bigger stash. So letting you buy a bigger secure container is not that no, big of or, a or buy, you know, uh, uh, you know, red rebel, uh you know the pick and stuff like that or you know start buying little things here and there you know yeah because because you've already seen in tarkov that based on the changes they've had to make to the game with the real money transaction cheaters the rmt cheaters that would go around vacuum all the loot then literally sell those items on ebay so you could go buy a red rebel or gpus on ebay the cheater would take you in give you the items and you would extract so you can see that there's a market for people to use tangible money to buy things in this game and BSG might decide to capitalize on it. And instead of RMTs have MTXs that do essentially the same thing to where people buy mm-hmm. uh, stuff that they want. So something to keep an eye on. This is uh, so far. It's okay. In my opinion, but it's not too many steps until it's not okay. And the steps seem yeah. pretty logical. Like they could just do that and they would probably make a <laughs> lot of money. Yeah. And the ultimate fault, falls down on the player base for paying money for that stop it but you'll never stop because <laughs> i just don't feel like a lot of people understand or even think about it in that way it, it that aren't on twitter that aren't plugged in that don't follow people and yeah understand it i think tarkov's like it's a it's a niche it's a niche game too you really need uh, we'll have to wait and see i i you know like you said if they're doing you're paying for traders and stuff like that like there's no way players would pay a price every wipe like it'd have to be a guarantee to get the traders unlocked immediately every wipe or something like that but they we're, we're definitely reaching like worst case scenario feels like it's close uh woo thank you for the 499 super chat excited about delta force we'll get to it we will get to it man me too brother <laughs> so uh yeah i think that pretty much covers that um the next thing that we were gonna hit a little bit of uh hell divers too how, how have you been finding it uh blue oh dude absolutely one of the 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 best games of this year i'm gonna put it out there i think it's Whoa. one of the I mean, the fact that it was a, a not mm, <laughs> <laughs> look they've been having a lot of uh connection issues lately um and that was originally so or i guess for people that that don't know what this game is which is 
kind of i mean first of all the steam charts on this was insane i mean i think we're looking at over four four hundred thousand players uh if i just double check wow. right here and i mean the fact that i hit this within a day of release but it was at sitting at mixed reviews on day one because there's a lot of people having connect uh connectivity issues partying up trying to uh especially solo players were trying to you know connect to other players and it just wasn't working it would crash a lot so oh sorry not 400,000 150 100,000 it was 140,000 oh, that was 155,000 so I actually just hit oh, very another good. peak um yeah right. so but it's this is just on PC this game is also out for PlayStation as well too sadly not Xbox but it is a Sony game so um very interesting to see where this game goes i mean it's it was because i want to talk about that in the video as well too that it's very telling of what players want and it's crazy how the shift it feels like it's it's slowly moving from massive multiplayer you know games call of duty battlefield there's still a big you know group for that but there's a lot of people that are looking for co-op games good co-op games you know that they could, they could just hop on with their friends get into a, a mission you know and shoot to their heart's content so i think that's going to be very interesting to see where this goes from here plus there's already a ton of content and they actually did microtransactions very right in this where you can earn the credits properly in game at a decent rate without having to go and purchase uh they're called super credits in game so you can buy you can either buy super credits with real money which this game is uh, sitting at thirty nine ninety nine right now, or you could just earn them in game by just completing missions, going around, checking little nice. loot spots. So I've gotten everything from two like refreshes of the superstore is what it's called by just in game currency. So like eight, you know, different um, items. So it is a third That's person awesome. game. But there is even a first-person mode when you ADS, you can click the middle mouse button. I don't know what it is on PlayStation. And it goes to a first-person mode. And it's really interesting because even the reload animation is also in first-person. So I really wish they would they would just maybe add that just to, you know, if you want to play third-person to look at your character, cool. But if you want, like, that immersive feeling, because you could actually turn off pretty much everything on the HUD as well, too. So you could just have nothing on the HUD running around shooting bugs or automatons, which are like these Terminator looking things. It's like they took like a bunch of franchises together, like <laughs> Starship Troopers, Star Wars, Terminator. Uh, the One of the planets looks like from like Far Cry uh, 3 Blood Dragon type stuff with red lasers flying over you. And then it's like, you know, it's like space Vietnam. So um, the, the, the set designs look great. The enemy types are really good. There are just a couple of issues where it's like some of the, the harder difficulties, they kind of overwhelm you a little bit with like spawning the same enemy type over and over again, which they are patching and they're updating pretty regularly. It's like a two hour patch window and it's, and then boom, it's already there. So they're pretty quick about uh, patch updates. They're pretty quick about uh, talking to the community in the discord and on the Twitter. And I mean, they're, they're kind of just doing it right. I mean, is this you know with sony backing them up um and I f i'm trying to remember the actual um developer for this game i believe it starts with an a i'm a great reporter i, I know what Good i'm journalism. talking about 
Good job. Arrowhead Game Studios. That's what we do so, here. Perfect. Um, it, it feels like, again, it, it doesn't feel like AAA, but it doesn't feel indie. It's like a good middle ground where it's, you know, I'm, I'm able to do, they're able to do a lot with a good amount of, you know, people, I guess. So, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's taken the, the, the gaming, uh, you know, uh, world by storm. A lot of, like, for me, for instance, I got it gifted to me, didn't know anything about hell divers. I, I, you know, when I looked up hell divers, I thought it was a, it was a top down game before and now it's third person. So I was like, uh, oh, whatever. I'll, you know, I'll play it. I'll check it out. And I've just been hooked 19 hours in like three days or something like that. <laughs> so that's my first question. So my, how does it feel content wise and replayability wise? Is it something that you think you're only going to be about a hundred hours into, and then you're probably over it, which is fine. I'm, I'm sure there's the someone, I'm sure there's someone out there that probably feels like that, that just completely just did every single mission over and over again. But the cool thing is there's a lot of content. I still think because each difficulty has different missions. So when you start off as, as like super easy, which is like trivial, move on your way to easy, then move on your way to medium, then there's challenging, then there's hard. I think there's like seven or eight difficulty settings. One of the last ones is called Helldiver, just like straight up dead on arrival type stuff. But um, it's uh, there's different mission types, every single one. So I've already put almost 20 hours in and I'm still figuring out different missions. Yeah, so there's nine different difficulty settings, and each one of those difficulty settings have different missions. On top of that, the game is very it it it's self-aware, so it knows it's like this authoritarian democracy that's super patriotic. You know, it's the whole yeah, point. You're spreading like. democracy through the the galaxy and stuff like that. With freedom and, um, seeds, it's it's yeah, freedom <laughs> seeds pretty much. You know, you got eagle strikes, which are just like space A10s, and it's it's really cool. Um, but the cosmetics in that too like that's what they they want you to look cool while spreading democracy so it's all about the cosmetics which are also earnable in game through like their um what is it it's really cool they have like their battle pass which is called warbond uh warbond progression Bourbon? pretty much bar, bar, no not not no but you know what <laughs> i'm pretty sure there might be i would be uh, excited if there was like a hell diver brand bourbon because that's like a very american you know it, i mean the planet that the, the earth is called it's, it's called super earth pretty much it's like basically it's like if america just conquered the entire earth it's kind of funny <laughs> and it just gave like you know the military budget to nasa um <laughs> and then uh what was it oh my god i was on on tangent there it's this game is just so cool man like i can't i can't stop playing it oh yeah the cosmetics like you earn the medals in game as well too. So everything you earn is through just playing the game. Now I will say you do need some friends to play this. It is a lot better with a four man um, squad than going solo and trying to play with other players. There is push to talk. There is open mic. So you can communicate that way. You can communicate uh, by, you know, pinging something or pinning something on the map. So there's different ways to communicate with randoms, but there's just a different, you know, uh vibe when you're just playing with your friends and you're and there's friendly fire on the entire time you cannot turn it off so every gun every turret every explosion is detrimental to your health even uh alongside the enemy types as well too and there's like 
there's going to be eventually new planets that open up new sectors i heard someone told me i don't know how true this is but eventually well there's even another faction that's in the first hell divers that isn't in this one so they could bring that in because the automaton faction is brand new there's, there might be vehicles coming in the future maybe like drivable tanks and so there is dlc planned there's dlc planned for sure that's so there's bad. it's the it's crazy it's like oh wow you made a good game and people paid for it and now it's got good <laughs> reviews it's like the same shit we've been saying the entire time make good game people buy game like it's you know uh go figure it, for it's a great way to start off i would say 2024 early on in the year um when it comes to a, a kind of a, a surprise to me title. i wasn't familiar with the franchise like apparently there's i a wasn't one. familiar too and you know shout out to rooks i don't know if he's in chat but he was the one that gifted it to me so that was like That's and cool. he gifted me the, the super edition which is again it's a 40 dollar game you know 39.99 so the super thing is like 60 but i mean you got 60 70 dollar games out here that all they push is just microtransactions cosmetics and barely any content you know this, yep. this has more content than Battlefield 2042 on launch. <laughs> they did space so. better than Starfield, it looks like. Um. Dude, I, <coughs> this, this uh, you know, it's, I do hope they bring out the content pretty fast, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty there, interesting. There's several things about this. For me, I've never been into co-op games, but I think I'm going to try it with this one. I put it on my wish list and I want to catch it on sale, which is one of the coolest things about co-op games is number one, no cheaters. Uh, number two, it's still relevant if you pick it up later, mm, right? That's another thing that people- Or there yeah, people as well too. Well, so no, actually this has a kernel level anti-cheats. So Why? that's another peep that's I I wish I had the right answer for that but that's another review that gets a lot of negative hits is because of the kernel level anti cheat like I believe if I launch it right now it would say uh it's end protect game guard so that's it's it's one of those that you know it's it's rooted into your PC it's very strange for a co-op game um but it is an always online game and i guess maybe they just don't want people you know maybe cheating their way to some of the higher cosmetic tiers maybe they just want people to like, enjoy the game there's no pvp at all it's all strictly pve so a lot of the the, the negative views though from it are because of the i mean i crashed once today i haven't crashed in a long time but you know, most of the time, people are saying that it's you know the disconnects, the it's 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 crazy that it's such an invasive anti cheat on a PVE game, you know, like hell, not Call of Duty doesn't even have this. So, you <laughs> know, interesting. I guess it's, it's probably to keep people from people from like figuring out glitches and stuff and farming credits. I would think. Yeah. Unless I would they have more yeah, plans too. Yeah, and that's the thing. Up. We don't know exactly. It feels kind of not early access, but just again, it's it's early on where the, uh, there's more content coming in as well, mm. too. So, yeah. You maybe know, they're it's, adding it's super fun and super entertaining. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. And again, even some of the reviews are like, hey, this game is fun. I love this game. It's some of the best shooting since Metal Gear Solid 5. Like, 
it's 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 challenging stuff like that but they just can't get away from the game crashing it's always being online some people aren't a a, a fan of the upgrade monetization system because it does get pretty grindy i mean just for like I'm sitting at like 50 medals for 19, uh, you know, hours of gameplay and some of the, uh, cosmetics, it's like a hundred medals and that's just like one item. So it's like, it's a grind. It is a grind for sure. But, um, the, the, the higher you go up, you know, the more you get medals. So, um, a lot of content creators are covering it too. I just saw like Tomographic put out a video. Um, this thing is getting a lot of coverage. Yeah. I've seen a bunch on it too. That's good like to see it that's pretty cool but i mean the thing about it is like i can buy this game later on sale and still have fun and with you, it exactly and, I'm not and on top of that like uh if i if i join if you join me as a you know if i'm already like level 20 or something like that whatever and you come in as level one we will still have such a great time it there's no like you'll see some cool stuff that i have unlocked but you'll still have a good time at like we'll start at the you know the lower level the difficulties work our way up and you know that's pretty cool. it's better than it's, it's it, i feel like what it's, it's it what was it a lot of people everyone that i've played with so far they say it it's it feels like what starship troopers the game should have been yeah yeah that's yeah because now you have that, starship troopers real quick. yeah yeah because now you have starship troopers out here reworking their entire class system from six to three and then they're gonna re they're gonna wipe everyone's experience because of that so it's like that i mean that game is probably sitting at a, a three-digit number right now mm-hmm. which sucks because i think i love starship troopers i love the game when it first came out but it just it took it's taken forever and the fact that it you know it launched with such little content and this launch was you know helldivers launches so much more like yeah, yeah. so i'm a mistake a lot of people a lot of games make mm-hmm. it it makes me excited for more for future third person games too. I, I wasn't like, you know, I was kind of like, eh, third person, you know, I'm more, again, I'm more first person immersive, you know, stuff like that. But heck, even third person games can be pretty immersive. Like I was getting pretty immersed with uh, this game when I turned off all the HUD options. I was like, oh, wow, this is actually, it looks really good. Yeah, so. it does look cool. So I, yeah, I want to pick it up on sale and uh, kind of, lean into one of the cool things about co-op games you don't have to buy it right away to keep up with people like right. in uh pvp stuff where you unlock stuff and you start later you're at such a disadvantage in this one it's super cool yeah. like you can wait if you want to and it's mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. relevant if you buy it later so cool i'm glad i'm glad that's happening i uh i watched fry play it and i watched you play it and uh it looked great it looked really good all right are you ready to venture onto x Oh boy! Oh lord, dude! I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm calling out World War Three, man. Uh-oh. Call them out. Call them out. They I am, fucking dude. deserve it, dude. So here's what happened. This morning, the World War Three Twitter account posted this. They posted a Valentine's Day sale, guys. Guess what? All 300 <laughs> concurrent peak players for World War Three. <laughs> It's February when solo operators have a rough time to sweeten. It's time to act according to principle. Make frags in love. We have prepared special items for you in the in-game store. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? So you have a game that uh, you have a game that just got purchased by another developer with a host of networking launcher issues. 
dying player base, years and years of untapped potential just sitting there. And nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows if the servers are going to be kept on for this game. It's be, after it's been purchased. They haven't said anything. They put out a, uh, like a, a, what do I want to say? A survey to get people's opinion, which I'm sure was all the same. Like, tell us what's going to happen with the game. And they're pushing <laughs> yeah. microtransactions. So what did I do? Um, I posted on there. I guess I'll find it. Um, I can find it here in my, uh, in my replies. Opened your big mouth, right? Yeah, I did. Um, oh, I made a, I made a kick, kick ass for a kick mascot. I made a little standing slot machine. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, right here. Here's what I said. I said it would probably be more prudent to let players know if and how the game is going to be supported moving forward, rather than push microtransactions when many cannot find a full lobby. Valid. I mean, did I call anybody names? Did I say your game's trash? Did I call out their intelligence? Did I do anything like that? No, I just simply said, I think it would be nice of you to let people know if there's even going to be a game before you try to sell microtransactions that if you shut down the servers will be useless to people. I think that's just yeah. a decent, respectable business practice. They hid it. They hid that from the thing. I went back to see if other people were commenting on it. It was gone. One guy said, oh, so now you're hiding comments. So then that's how I knew. They hit the <laughs> comment and my comment was gone. So then I read, I quote tweeted and yeah, I said, I they are deleting it. comments yeah. from this post. So I guess I'll do it this way. I simply stated that it would be more prudent to ensure players that the game is going to be fixed and turned around and even supported before pushing microtransactions. So you're just, man, like for a game that can't shoot itself in the foot any more than that, you're creating this shitty vibe around your game that you're going to push microtransactions. And it really feels like you're trying to squeeze the last little bit of money out of those 300 players before you shut it off and tell me, and they won't even tell you that that's not the case when you ask, when you call them out on it, literally hiding comments. Now I get hiding comments if they're like death threats or just, you know, like vitriolic yeah. name calling, like just stupid troglodyte right. stuff. But when I'm actually saying, hey, could you please tell players like if this game is going to be around before you try to sell stuff with it and they hide it like, dude, that's just that's shady. shitty. That's shady. That sucks. Like that's that's a really trash way to operate. And what little goodwill they have with me is pretty much gone after that deal. That's that's silly. I I'm, I was the same way when I was, you know, it's like I was like. No, let me go. I it was a couple months ago. I think I went and streamed it. Um, and again, people, you know, that's how the channel grew was through World War Three. And, you know, it was like, all right, he's coming back. And then I looked at the store. And originally, we were told as like partners with the game that people were going to be able to earn currency in game, that they didn't have to spend a single dollar. Cool. They're out of the like, you know, tens of i would say like 10 20 30 whatever uh amount of um you know uh, in-game purchase items that you can grab only one was earnable with in-game credits Jeez. where you look at the past model for the original world war three game when it was just a farm 51 before my games mm. you could earn everything in game by earning in-game money and just spending it and it was like a 20 dollar 25 dollar game 
and you would just earn the in-game cosmetics, in-game weapons, in-game attachments, purchase what you wanted, everything. And now they're really just trying to and then when i saw that i uninstalled right then and there i was like i can't i can't get i mean like i can't cover this game anymore i can't talk about it anymore i don't want to give these guys you know any more of my time since you know i don't mind talking about it when shit like this happens to hopefully i mean there's not much player base left exactly but to to hopefully educate to be honest the people that are left right now that are playing on a daily basis i mean i don't even know if there's even players like that or if there's just new players every now and then coming in that just bought a PC, maybe mm-hmm. looking for a free game to play because they don't want to spend too much money. This is still yeah. free to play title. Those are the players that are probably coming in every now and then. And then they see how bad it can be with, you know, network connection and, you know, server issues. That, yeah. Exactly. So that's, Again, it's 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 not even like it's not even dead, dude. It's like buried underground, six feet, and somehow there's the someone left them with a loaded gun underground. They're still shooting themselves. Like, you want to buy a bundle? Yeah. <laughs> Can I introduce you in a bundle? And when I saw that, I literally like because I, I still have it where it, like when Twitter like uh, you know sends out notifications for I got it for like Dead Side, World War Three, a couple other games, stuff like that, and. When I saw that, I was like, no way. It's so distasteful. Yeah. It's boring. It's, it's unfortunate too, because like that was that was the reason I wanted to get a PC to game originally was World War Three. And then, you know, I got invited to that um to be a partner too. And it just like I didn't have time at the, that, that particular yeah. moment. And I'm glad I didn't because you know, I even though <laughs> they they gave that, me man. they gave me free keys anyways. For everything and and did some stuff with them but you know every time i got on to try the new version in the beta like the servers would were always crashing you couldn't even mm-hmm. play so it was yeah you know, the, the potential for that game was through the roof yeah we could, um, yeah they yeah. never do like the only thing i ever saw about it on x was like where servers are under maintenance that could have been just the most posts on their entire x account is maintenance going on for the servers yep yeah, we could literally talk about the rest of the podcast about how many opportunities they've had to turn this game around yeah. and how many times they've failed at it. Yeah. And then uh just to to post to, to try to sell cosmetics for a game that's not even sure if it's gonna be around is so distasteful. Then on top of that, the cherry on top hide comments that say, Hey, could you tell us if the game is even gonna be around before we buy stuff for it? And then you hide okay. that. That's that means just a, probably no. <laughs> yeah, that means uh, that's your answer. Not. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I'm gonna take that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really didn't have really yeah, much I else on X. I just kind of wanted to talk about that. Other than I thought this was some of my best mid journeying right here. They said they wanted to kick mascot, so I made like a cool little happy slot machine to promote their gambling. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. That's good stuff. I like I, it. I think it's a quality item. Surprised they didn't they didn't hide that one though? No, that one's still up there. I only did it a couple hours ago. So Oh, you did it for kick. Okay. Got it's it. for kick. It's for <laughs> kick. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I'm pretty proud of that one. That's, Is that's, that where did you get the photo of Aiden Ross? Was that uh <laughs> Yeah, that's I, I image prompted mid journey with Aiden Ross, so then it turned uh, him into a okay. cartoon nice, slot nice. machine. That's hilarious. That's yeah. Nice. Okay. Yep. Oh have. man. Um, we do have, I think we have a loaded, uh, 
quick shot? Quick what shot section. I think there's quite a bit to talk about. Um, I think the first thing I want to talk about, make sure to give Buff plenty of time to talk about Delta Force uh, Hawk Ops. I think there's Delta a lot Force. going on with that. We start um, with that one? Yeah, let's do it. I'm man. ready. Make sure we get that okay. one in. Yeah, I mean, so they, they released a devlog, uh, their second devlog, I think it was Friday, I want to say, um, of last week, so the 9th, I think it was. Um, it's like a, it's a 13 minute devlog and they go into a, a lot of detail. It's all in Chinese. So they have the, they have the subtitles there. Thank God. Um, and I watched that a couple of times and I covered it in a video yesterday and, and, you know, I took some notes on it, but, um, what they showed versus I think what we saw previously. Cause I mean, we all remember that first trailer where we were like, Oh my God, this looks so gimmicky with like the specialist, just like that up in 2042. And ever since then, they've seemed to almost like, remove that from the game and the marketing um you can see some little things in the gameplay but it's not it's not gimmicky like like it was originally so they're doing a lot with this game um it's still slated apparently to come out in 2024 they're about to enter in their second play test um in china and then the plan is to roll it out to uh kind of you know other countries worldwide play test beta and then release i'm assuming it'll be probably q4 uh maybe q3 of, of this year most likely but um it will be on all next gen consoles so the, the new xbox ps5 pc and mobile uh they made emphasis to say i guess they got some some feedback and questions that it's nothing's built for a particular platform and ported it was you know, they built each version specifically for that version with crossplay in mind um so it's not like you're getting a lesser version. Obviously, mobile will have a slight limitations with graphics, but they're they're working on to make that so, as compatible as possible. So that means like PC, you're still gonna get like or in consoles, like you're still gonna get good graphics. Like, because I was worried about it being a yeah. mobile game and then just like being on an yeah. emulator on PC and looking bad. Yeah, no. Yeah. So that's the, yeah, and that's that was some of the questions that a lot I guess a lot of folks had, and they addressed that in that that vlog. Oh, we talked that about that last, yeah. Yeah, that's, good, so that's not good. the case at all, which is good. Yeah, very good to hear. No, I'm not going to see they, mobile UI on a PC game. <laughs> no, not at all. So that that was really good news. And they talked a little bit about where the mobile game was and everything, and, and they're going to be showcasing that version of it soon. But, uh, yeah, it was built specifically for each platform. comes with, with the three different modes. So you have, like, the Black Hawk Down single player, like the original Delta Force game, uh, Black Hawk Down. Um, so that'll be there. looks really through to form then you have havoc warfare which is like your all-out battlefield-esque conquest mode which looks crazy and then you have uh hazard operations so hazard operations is the one i'm most yeah. looking forward to this is like this in my mind is kind of like what dmz had potential to be but it's it, they're really it seems like they're looking at all the games out there right now and kind of saying okay you know where did battlefield go wrong this is what we can do where did dmz go wrong and then they're they're looking at okay what other extraction games are out there they have tarkov you have you know whatever games are out there and they're kind of taking the best of everything and putting it into one and and i think that's evident with with what they've showed so for this second play test they've added more content uh like loot bosses on the maps um which there's two maps going to be going on for this play test for for the hazard operations the extraction mode and the havoc warfare so they added a new map and they they said that there's going to be more maps added they have plenty more coming down the pipe also um and they're fairly large maps too so they're going to be adding bunkers too which is cool um bosses things like that you also have um 16 new weapons in this playtest. now i counted uh the weapons from the first playtest. there's 
uh, 28. So they're adding an additional 16 to that with um, 60 plus attachment. And then you get into like the weapon, they're adding weapon inspects. They went through and reworked all the reload animations and respects to make it unique for the weapon itself. And they worked with um, advisors to do that. A lot of the, a lot of folks that work on like, you know, major Hollywood movies like Extraction, things like that advisors as to how the weapon should handle what the reload would be like what an inspector would be like to make the weapons feel more unique and not just a copy paste animation um you can also customize your weapons so they they showcased a little bit of like an akm and all a lot of different combinations you can do so this is pretty much you know me being a call of duty guy mainly because of what the gunsmith offered like this is this takes that to a tarkov level um and you have hazard operations you have like the same inventory as tarkov in, like inspecting bags, you know, all that stuff. So, but the customization was insane. Um, you can choose where you want specific attachments, put rails on things. You can adjust the slider. Like we saw in um, ground branch, you can adjust the slider Ooh, of okay. where an attachment will be. So an underbarrel grip, you can move it forward. You can move back optics forward, back your pack 15 lasers. You can choose which, which Picatinny rail you want it on your handguard, what position you want it. So this is all, you know, huge stuff. And the fact that this isn't even a AAA studio, granted they're backed by Tencent, they have money. Um, but the fact that they're able to do this and you have AAA studios like, you know, putting out Battlefield Call of Duty that can't do this, this is, it's pretty insane to me. <laughs> they're taking advantage of a part of the market that is ripe for picking in my, in my mind. So um, they also add a lot of new details for like more immer immersive. This kind of what they emphasize, like immersion is their big thing. So they're adding more details to the map, like impact craters will be more prominent. Um, weapons, vehicles will have wear and tear as you use them, scratches, things like that. Um, they also talked about their anti-cheat. So they have their own anti-cheat called Fog of War, which they showed an example and it kind of, it blocks, you know, what they said is it blocks walls and aimbot from being utilized so even if you have it installed like their their fog of war will prevent you from seeing through the wall will prevent your aimbot from working so whatever they're doing on the back end i don't know but they're they're working with with a lot of the 10 cent team for that um utilizing ai as well they didn't get too far i don't know but they did show some example which again looked prompt that's more of an example than we've seen anything coming out of ricochet which is a triple a studio so that's <laughs> promising uh overhaul overhauled all the the ui the ai movement um how the ai moved to make again made it more realistic immersive they did a lot of mocap with real world operators um and again focus on immersion overall they're really really that's their their focus is to make the game feel unique every aspect of the game unique immersive grounded um gameplay features that you know there's going to be leaning um so it looks really good. This, I think, what I had in mind prior to this was was I was really excited, and now seeing this next uh, vlog that they just released, uh, like I need this game and I need need it right now because the customization, everything just looks awesome. So I think this is this is an example so far. I mean, it could flop, could be a huge flop, but I don't think it's going to. I think this is an example of you have AAA studios. Like we've talked about here, making games for uh, for money, for profiting, and not focusing on the quality of the game. Uh, here you have a studio that appears to be focusing on quality, um, 
I'm sure the money will come. But again, what they're doing here is more quality than I've seen out of a, any AAA shooter ever thus far uh, with the features, attention to detail, things like that. So I'm pumped for this game. I think the Hazard Operations is going to be right up my alley. I'm hoping, I'm hoping when this comes out, you know, that this is probably most likely going to be the main game that I end up covering. So pretty excited for that. I think there's a a lot to this game. They're putting in a lot of work. So definitely check out that that blog on their YouTube channel uh, I or over on their Twitter. You know, you got to read it. But again, like they show a, they show a good amount of gameplay in there too. And I think the weapon customization will blow your mind. Read for the video show. So pretty good. Pretty excited for this one. Yeah, I've been watching it as you've been talking, and since it has subtitles, I've been reading it too. I saw that fog yeah. of war thing. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully coming from Tencent in China, it's it's safe, secure-wise. But I I mean, if it's going to be on Steam and if it's going to be on console, it's got to be kind of vetted, right? It has to be certified before they'll even allow it on this platform. So I, it should be safe. Yeah, um, yep. If and anything, they're doing play tests. Like, they're not <laughs> hiding the fact, you know, th- there's, um, there's channels out there that have a lot of footage from the play test. So it, what, you, what you've seen from the first play test looks really good. Yep. Yeah, the fog of war looks interesting. It it looks like if the player is behind a wall, it's not even rendering it or it's not even keeping track of that information in the game client. And that's what the cheats use to find right. They can just tell that the player's nearby and where they're at. It looks like the game client isn't even keeping track of that location unless they're visible, which I don't even know how they do that. But that that was a pretty cool clip. Um, yeah. To show somebody. So hopefully, man, yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, so hopefully it works. Yeah. Did they mention anything about like the extraction type? Like if there's going to be traders and like the currency or anything like that, or is it still pretty? Um, they didn't really talk about traders or anything like that, but I know there's currency just based on the gameplay that I've seen from hazard operations. Again, like I'm, I'll release a video either later tonight or tomorrow for some stuff with, but there's some channels out there, um, that show full, full raids. For hazard operations so there's currency for sure that you can pick up in game um for your weapons like attachments everything it's very very tarkov-esque like you, you need in-game currency to purchase the attachments to purchase the guns to purchase the you know if you want a different handguard things like that so that's all in-game currency and you get currency through through the raids doing missions things like that so all right well uh stay tuned to buff's channel for information on that Sub to buff, man. What are you doing? <laughs> sub but to buff. Sub to buff. That looks sweet. Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent something to keep track of. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I remember when it launched. It was like the the first trailer caused a lot of a lot of stir. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here you go. Here's another. Uh, this quick shot. Oh, this might be an ultra Ooh. quick shot. I don't even know, man. This is kind of wild to me. And I, I got to read the room here, see what you guys are thinking. Uh, but Dead Drop came out. That's that's uh, the vertical extraction shooter made by Dr. Disrespect Studio, uh, the Midnight Society. Man, and I you can look back at early episodes of The Scope, some of them where I was just mm-hmm. rambling solo. I said that it's going to be interesting to see if a game that is developed this transparently, while I think is really cool and definitely commendable, does this is this thing have like absolutely zero hype? Um, 
they they did the update and then I, I just no one really talked about it on twitter i don't even know if insider gaming did a video on, or did an article on it maybe they did um but essentially the roadmap shows uh the seven snapshots and then they talk about in 2024 there's not going to be any releases really they're working on polish and optimization um mm-hmm. they're working on uh the hideout they're going to finish that out uh they're working on visuals quest and contracts and then uh the console port so finally that, but I'm just telling you, man, I, I don't know, dude, I, what, what <laughs> I do you guys know think? I did anything with it. What, I mean, where are you guys at? Cause that last, that snapshot seven had like almost everything gameplay wise, like in it, gameplay loop wise in it. And it had the cars, like the driving the cars on the streets was weird. Did, I remember did, we talked about that. We were like, wait, I thought this was a vertical shooter. Yeah, yeah man. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just really don't know what's going on with this thing. So, what, I mean, what do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, is it, you think when they release on console and when they, re- the, the other thing, like the flip side of it is they are, they always have like Doc and his buddies, like Tim the Tap Man and stuff. Like they have an absolute marketing juggernaut in their back yeah. pocket. So like, it's always going to be able to bring some attention to it. But in my question is, do you think the transparent way that they that they developed this game where you could see it and kind of showed everything behind the curtain, did it lose its like luster to you guys? Does it like feel not as exciting? To be honest, I never had any any luster to me to begin with. All right. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. I'm, just, I'm in the pushing, same boat as pushing, Blue, honestly. Yeah, pushing yeah. NFTs, dude. Like uh, Yeah. That killed it for me. He too. had more. He had more luck with his with his whiskey, and even then, I don't know how many people. I mean, people probably bought it for the name, but yeah. Su- supposedly, it's supposed to be good whiskey. I don't know. You can't buy it. You can't find it anywhere. But um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I worried about this. I kind of feel like that to me. Like I'm I'm open to whatever shooters as long as it like feels and plays good. And this one just with the the NFTs. The vertical extraction shooter thing where we've kind of already seen gameplay, like having the cars on Snapshot 7, I don't really understand what that means. Uh, granted, take this with all a huge grain of salt because I haven't tried one of the Snapshots. I haven't played it. I haven't felt like I've wanted to. I just haven't sure. seen something from the game that like gets me super amped up. So we'll see what they do in 2024 if they have a really cool hideout. The optimization's good and they're working on uh, like the visuals and quests and stuff. And There's a lot of quests. I have I need to especially for for doing the show I need to play like 1.0 when they release it but I just saw with myself I felt it and like my overall general thoughts and feelings on on like Twitter on X was like no one was really talking about this roadmap very much so I I just I think we're kind of seeing it play out where there's not a lot of hype for dead drop let me know guys in like comments or on discord or whatever if you guys are hyped for it but I'm, i might be missing something i think it's kind of wild see, i did see doc, dr disrespect's post a lot like i don't know how many it was a couple of weeks back like they were going to start you know keeping things more closely to the chest going forward um so maybe they realized that maybe they realized like the initial hype seemed to definitely be there but after that i mean i i really didn't hear anything about it and to be honest like to blue's point like it the nfts i don't you know, that's not something I would ever, ever even consider. So I don't really pay attention to what is going on. Well, I guess with that what they, were, they was pushing that more, though. Than they were pushing the it more. Gameplay. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, I saw a little bit of gameplay and I was just, it wasn't, <coughs> it wasn't a game that I would want to play. But 
that could change like and it, it could to your change point. yeah exactly it, it, i'm just seeing it just it was just a bunch of like when i first saw that that they're like futuristic m16 with like bent iron sights and i'm just right. like yeah this game is not ready to be even showcased to the public and here you are having people test it and people make content on it and yeah i don't know man yeah it is it's a way weird like I, like I have no intent to play it unless they again keep things close to the chest and they come out in nine months 12 months and just like kind of release like a whole something completely reworked and different maybe who who knows but <laughs> I, regardless to, to your point grass like there's gonna be people are gonna play it because the marketing behind it like all those guys will get on stream and play it and hype it up uh you know and plus he's not gonna release a game with intent not to support it you know what i mean so i don't yeah. know but i think it's going to be a niche not something i would really want to play just from what from you know to blue's point like a goofy m16 like that's not i'm i i prefer the more grounded stuff so that's definitely not up my alley i read you <laughs> look shit we got another one boys this yeah. one should get you excited um, this comes. This information comes to me uh, via player IG, and he always covers crafting uh, the studios behind PUBG, everything like that. They did a uh, earnings call with Crafton and the CEO did talk a little bit about Black Budget, which I tweeted out, dude. I think this is like a super sleeper game that people should be high. I think it has a massive, massive amount of potential, um, and and here's why. So. Basically, they show their strategic titles for 2024. So it is supposed to come out this year. Um, they also said like they're they're doing testing now and there should be a beta test within like the first half of this year. Um, and so if you guys haven't heard of it, Project Black Budget is essentially like PUBG Studios take on an extraction shooter. They say popularizing the extraction shooter genre, inheriting PUBG gunplay. Um, it says essential genre specific experience of gambling. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A uh, world demanding That's strategic weird. choices during every <laughs> session. Uh, player progression varied by risk reward decisions. Inheriting and enhancing PUBG's powerful gunplay. That's a good thing. Deep and challenging gameplay experience. And then they kind of show a little bit of concept art with it. Like a, it looks like an overgrown underground warehouse. So it looks kind of like a dystopian future kind of looking thing. The map, the, the concept art looks really cool. Um, why I think this is really cool is because they've already talked about how they're going to build it on the backbone of PUBG. So I feel like a lot of the foundation was already developed. They don't have to work on that. So they've been able to work on other things, adding content and things like that. And the other side about it, why I think I'm pretty excited about this potentially is because they've been adding some really cool shit to PUBG. Um, just recently, I always talk about the cool little mechanics they add here and there that, that would fit really well into this. Um, the little thing that they added now was um, like a buddy system to mantle over high fences. So like you're over like a high wall, your buddy can give you a boost over the wall and just like stuff like that, like dragging, carrying bodies, throwing, throwing a down player in a car, driving off to res them somewhere else, using bodies as a meat shield, foldable bicycles, different kinds of gliders and stuff like that. Like there's just a ton of stuff that they've done updates to the things the mechanics and things you can do in PUBG that i think are going to fit really well in a unreal engine 5 extraction shooter um and PUBG has some pretty satisfying gunplay so i think hearing some more information on black budget is always always we're talking about the other thing 
that was mentioned here too, is that all these titles are leading up to a big IP release in 2025, which kind of makes me think PUBG 2.0. A lot of people talked, they did mention they are going to do, uh, we talked, I think we talked about it in an episode in the last couple of weeks um, about how they're going to do PUBG 2.0, basically moving everything over in PUBG to Unreal Engine 5. So upgrading uh, the, the graphics and stuff in PUBG. Awesome. So yeah, they're still doing it, man. And uh, Black Budget with all the cool things, um, they've added animals, like AI animals on some maps and stuff like that in certain places with the polar bears on Vikindi. They had that that event going on for a while. Um, just tons of little things, man, that uh, that PUBG's added to enhance gameplay and I think are going to be perfect fits and they could even be kind of kind of, you know, on the side testing some of this stuff for Black Budget, some of these mechanics like the team mantling and and dragging down players and and all that stuff. So I'm I'm pretty excited for this one. Almost as much as probably Gray Zone. Give me some Nautica too. I don't really care, but you know. I don't even know what does. that is. Darker, uh, darker mobile. Is it, is it gonna have first person? Do we know? Oh, I would sure think so. Because PUBG does. I, I would it sure is. think so. Because I know consoles. I don't. I don't know if consoles really did. Yeah, I they do. Play it on PlayStation. Okay, because I. Yeah, for PUBG they do. Okay, like I would love. Yeah, give me give me a first person mode. Um, I'm in. So yeah, man. There's that. Look, shout. We're gonna we go. we're gonna wear your voice out. Um. Again. So, uh, Ubisoft also did a uh, earnings call. We kind of found out some information about you know how they're gonna do Heartland. They're also working on the Division Three for next year, or maybe beyond. Yes. Um, but the one thing we've talked about seemingly for a really long time on this show is X Defiant because it's been delayed multiple, 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 many times. It's been okay. delayed. And uh, the latest is that during the call, it was revealed that in Ubisoft's Q4, which runs from January to March of 2024, X Defiant Season Zero will be released so this is the first update we've had on the highly anticipated shooter for months following postponements by Ubisoft. So allegedly, according to that, the game should be launching within the next six weeks. How about that? that I'll believe it when I see it. I didn't. I didn't even play it. I just heard it was kind of like. What did you think of it? Did, did you both play it? It's something I, I would like. Play it. Uh, I mean, if I guess what people keep saying is it feels like OG Call of Duty. I would play, you know. yeah, I would play the shit out of it with an SD mode. Which and they, they still didn't confirm, huh? They confirmed, well, <laughs> they've confirmed and unconfirmed a lot of things about this game, but <laughs> uh, last, last, namely the, the release window, but. The, the last yeah. thing I heard was uh, that it was supposed to come soon after launch and S&D mode was a priority. Mark Rubin tweeted that. Um, uh, like in a perfect world, like I would be so excited if like, hey, since we took that long time, that we took a long time to get this game out, the team that was working on that mode got done and we're bringing the S&D at launch. That would be right. lit. Because um, I think the S&D mode, like the specialists kind of fit into that. Like with the round based stuff, counters and 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 you know working together, the the team makeup kind of fits into your strategy a little bit. I think, uh, and you know, kind of the build up to your abilities. You know, you kind of have to decide when to use them. 
it, it, there's more stake to it. So I, I think the specialists aren't as big a deal in that. You know, that's one of the reasons I really like Rainbow Six. And this game has footsteps in it. Um, the gunplay and stuff feels all right. Uh, it was pretty well optimized. They just had a ton of netcode issues, partying up issues. And uh, I think they're going to struggle with cheaters. Um, so there you are, man. I, I want to be excited about this. Um, but I... I just have kind of felt like Ubisoft has like been circling the drain for a little while. Like as a, I know it's a huge company and stuff, but like they I kind do of those, feel the same way too. Like man, like the last time you know everybody does these like they do the Xbox showcases and Activision does COD Next and these big huge productions. And then like the last time they did like Ubisoft Forward and the CEO Eve Guillermo was like on this tiny shitty stage. It looked like a high school auditorium that needed renovated. Like <laughs> I, it just Ubisoft hasn't felt good, man. I, I think they're gonna take it in the shorts on uh, Skull and Bones, from what I understand. I not followed that game, mm -hmm. nor interested in it at all. But a lot of the stuff I'm seeing on on X and stuff is like it's not great, and they put a lot of money. And that was another game that got delayed a whole bunch. And that Eve said, yeah, the CEO Eve also said that um, it's a quadruple A experience. That's why it's $70. That's going to be a meme because uh, people aren't really um, enjoying it the last I saw. So I, I worry because Ubisoft has some of my favorite games, you know, Rainbow Six, and I'm excited for Division Heartland. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Division Heartland as like kind of my, my first time of really diving. I played, I probably like... I have less than a hundred hours probably in division two um, before I kind of got tired of the repetition, but with the survival aspect, I'm, I'm excited for Heartland to like really try to try to put some more time into the, the division franchise. Um, mm -hmm. so I man. think that game will do that for you, but I mean, <laughs> we'll see. What if they don't survive? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we've been surprised before, man. So no, I don't know. X defiant. That's it's another game that for different reasons has lost a lot of the excitement um, that we've had for it. I know uh, back on the last beta test, even people I've noticed in, in our chat and stuff um, over here on YouTube have been were really excited for it, want to know the latest about X Defiant. But it's just you start to get a lot of red flags, you start to get a lot of trepidation whenever you have all these delays and they're not like building a rocket ship man they're they're literally making a cod clone like you're telling me like however many billions dollars ubisoft is worth they can't make a 6v6 arena shooter to rival cod they were literally <laughs> having net code issues like yeah that was gonna be my question is like why is it taking so long to release this like we've been hearing about this game for so long at this point and it's just like any hype, if there was ever a point, which there wasn't, but if there was a time when I was excited, I'm not excited. I wouldn't be excited just because, you know, it had its time where everyone was pumped about it. And now it's just, oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's delayed. Oh, next six weeks. But, you know, just release the game already. To your point, Crash, why is it taking them so long? Like they've made video games before. So what is the, they haven't been transparent about what the, yeah. what the delays are for, have they? So what's going on? I mean, based on Mark Rubin's suite, he's been fairly transparent with it. And I mean, it failed its first uh, certification at PlayStation. Um, it, it didn't pass Sony's QA check to be able to be listed in the PlayStation store. Um, wow. <laughs> and even, 
I mean, they've had player tests. I've played the in, I've played almost every single player test from the very first insider player test that it feels like is going on two years ago. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. Every single play test you could not get in a party with your friends. Um and I don't know how you aren't able to fix that in two years and you have that much money um and they've made games before like you can yeah, get like, into you can get into parties with your friends and uh ghost recon <laughs> like so what's going yeah. on yeah and that is the other thing like space said i didn't see ghost the next ghost recon on that list of of their releases for ubisoft so i don't know i feel like they would keep that one close to the chest though they might yeah because that, that'll get a lot of hype when they get closer to that but i don't know man like uh, I feel like X Defiant is gonna be, and I mean, if we if we put the shoe on the other foot, look a little bit at the bright side too. Um, it sounds like last time they were about to launch when they tried to launch it the last time, uh, they said they showed off what they had planned for uh, post launch content. It was actually really good, like 12, 12 post launch post launch maps and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I just I just really hope that with this extra time, I it's a pretty slim to none chance uh but i just feel like i or i hope that they added that that s and d mode in this in this latest six to eight month delay that they've had fingers crossed i don't know man there's no reason they shouldn't <laughs> like like to your point mm-hmm. it really shouldn't be that difficult True. And, so. yeah i'm curious what the, i'm curious I really want to know specifics about what the reason for the delay is. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like there's good. been some pretty broken games get through console QHX. Like, yeah, how bad exactly. did it have to be to not pass that? Right. But I don't know. I was going to check Mark Rubin's Twitter to see if he said anything. That's really all the stuff I had. Is there anything I missed, guys? Like topics wise that you guys wanted to talk about? Um, that I miss. That's, that's pretty much it. Myself, yeah. Me. Yeah, I think we'll wait another six weeks to see if that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's see. We have addressed a weird... Okay. Yeah, he hasn't said anything since January. Uh, so it sounds like they're keeping everything close to the chest. Hopefully that's... Yeah, on, on New Year's he said... Yeah. Yeah, on New Year's, he said, we've addressed the weird issues that were affecting netcode, and we will continue to improve and test our netcode before and after launch. <laughs> we've implement, implemented the new party system and are now just putting it through rigorous testing and bug fixing as we get ready for launch. So as of January 2nd, uh, still working on the party system. Interesting. Okay, then. That's... I mean, I'm glad they're working on it. It gives it gives me like PTSD back to Medal of Honor Warfighter when you couldn't speak to people in your party for like months, and I don't think they ever fixed it. So that was, you know, if you can't talk with your friends, a la Battlefield 2042, it's kind of a killer. We know that VoIP is important to you, Buff, but we will be adding it post-launch. Yeah, quote unquote, dice. <laughs> yeah, we realize. Buff would like to talk to his community when playing the game, which we market as a about. team squad. Team. Yeah, <laughs> except this one, it's just it's just uh, it's just one army, uh, one man army game, and you're not supposed to play in roles. We'll add that later. You guys just don't understand how to play it. Oh, 
It's not on us. That's you guys that's just don't fault. understand specialists because you're stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm just yeah. a fucking idiot, man. You guys don't care. have phones. Yeah. Well, don't. <laughs> you know, I really feel I just feel so stupid sometimes when I read Dice's tweets. They just make me just really emphasize how dumb I am. Yep. Good on uh, them. It's a good okay. Question is, it's okay. How many hurt servers are running in gaming? Uh, it depends on the game. Um, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, it'll be a good uh, something to ch to check out. I can't remember what the alpha test for X Defiant ran on. Let's hope it's sixty. There's no reason that in 2024, a six v six arena shooter shouldn't have sixty hertz servers. Yeah, um, but I've been surprised before. So we'll see. Warzone runs on twenty hertz, which is kind of crazy. That's wild. But there is a lot going on, but. That it's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, I don't even think. Uh, yeah, Warzone's twenty hertz. I think multiplayer is like forty or something. Still not even sixty. I know. Uh, Siege is sixty. Valorant is one hundred twenty-eight, and then CS two has like their proprietary sub tick rate netcode stuff that's supposed to be sweet. I don't know. 45 in multiplayer yeah i knew it wasn't quite 60 in multiplayer yet hmm. 2042 oh, interesting oh. oh battlefield 2042 is not 60 uh, i thought battlefields have been 60 for a while maybe not maybe not 2042 but i know uh battlefield they 5 and 1 were 60 because you could see in the server browser ha <laughs> 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 server browser another crazy <laughs> word Fresh, they, that stop it! They, you're acting like they they don't Everyone have the technology stop. to do that. They don't have technology to do that. Stop, Crash! You're expecting things that were standard in the game. You know, you're just a boomer. Stop! They don't have the tech, yeah, anymore. No. They had the tech apparently, but you they have lost brutal it. expectations. That's me. Crash. That's me. Mr. <laughs> brutal. That's me. Yep. So, is that is that it? Is that a program? Programs. That's all I completed. had. Yeah, I'm surprised we got through. We had a beefy show. I'm surprised we got through it that quick. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got through it kind of quick. I I thought, yeah. and I was moving kind of quick because I knew we had a lot to talk about. But but we got through it. That was a that was an action packed episode. That was all we had a lot going on. Yeah, that was a good one for sure. Are we happy with it? I'm happy with it. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot oh, of topics. Hopefully, heavy. seems like we you know good. A lot of good stuff coming out and is just come out and the some of the stuff we talked about. So I think we put put aside the AAA titles. We have a promising year in gaming. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about um I'm worried about Grayzone Warfare a little bit getting uh I think it's gonna get judged pretty harsh. And I, I think and so too. I, I have to be guilty of it too. Um I think the hype might be a little high. And I think it's going to get directly compared to Tarkov. And, um, which has been, I'm worried. Worked on we for haven't like seen any, years. we haven't, we haven't seen any like gameplay yet, like besides the trailers. Uh, yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Cause I feel like people are going to be like, well, there's not that much content here. There's only 150 quests. Tarkov has 200 quests. It's like, Dude, when Tarkov launched, it was Factory and no quest. Like, it was just, like, nothing. Yeah, yeah. 
exactly. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna get a little bit unfairly judged, but hopefully it's got enough there to keep people around and and they work on it and and keep it going. But yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I, that's just how it I goes. Think that's a, definitely a promising game for sure. So it, it seems like they're seems like that one honestly gray zone and delta force are like the two games that i'm looking forward to more than anything right now i think they both have a lot of uh a lot of potential that we say that a lot but i think this they these get these ones actually have the uh funding behind them to pull it off all right guys that's the show thank you guys so much for watching and or listening if you made it to the end you're an incredible human and we appreciate you a ton. Um, yeah. And like I said at the beginning, uh, if you guys want to support the show, uh, be a friend, tell a friend, uh, leave us a uh, like, a comment, share it around with your friends. If you think they will enjoy it, leave us a uh, review on Spotify or Apple iTunes or whatever it's called now, the Apple music app or what the heck ever it is that you're listening to on Apple. <laughs> See how much I know about podcasts. I'm a pro. Um, so yeah, leave a comment, preferably a good one, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.